From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, April 26th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Data released today by the U.S. Census Bureau indicates Ohio will lose one of its 16 congressional districts next year. A state's population determines how many U.S. House seats it receives in Congress, and Ohio was outpaced by other states in population growth over the past 10 years, leading to the lost seat. Michigan, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Illinois, New York, and California will all lose one seat each, while Colorado, Florida, Montana, Oregon, and North Carolina will each gain one seat, while Texas will gain two. Ohio's districts will be redrawn this year according to a voter-passed constitutional amendment aimed at reducing the impact of gerrymandering on the redrawing process. Northeast Ohio Congressman Tim Ryan, a 10-term Democrat from Niles, says he's running for the U.S. Senate seat that's opening up next year when Republican Rob Portman's term expires. ONN's Dave James reports. Ryan released an introductory campaign video this morning focusing on workers. It can't be businesses versus workers. This is a partnership. But that partnership needs to be redefined. We have to cut workers in on the deal. I'll work with anyone to rebuild our economy, but I will never sell out our workers. I'm Tim Ryan. I'm running for Senate, and I can't wait to get Ohio working again. Several Republicans have announced they're running for the seat as well. Dave James, I went in news. Faith leaders from several churches in Columbus led a march of protesters to police headquarters yesterday as people continue to demand more accountability from law enforcement. Stephanie Stanovich has more. Faith leaders spoke. People in the crowd held signs that read things like police accountability, Black Lives Matter, and end racism. Reverend Derek Holmes of Second Baptist Church in Circleville was one of the organizers. I think the city is just hurting. Uh, the city's really grieving, and I think people need a place for that hurt to be unpacked and to tell truth to the moment. Hope always wins that this is a heavy moment and that the movement towards justice, towards liberation is hard work. But in the end, we are on the right side of it. Reporting in Columbus, Stephanie Sanovich. Governor Mike DeWine spoke to the CBS program Face the Nation yesterday about police reform, saying there should be automatic external investigations into police-involved shootings. Clay Gordon reports. DeWine also spoke about the common-sense actions the nation can take to reshape policing. I think there are things that we all can come together on, Democrat or Republican, liberal, conservative. Uh, we have a bill in front of the state legislature that we presented, for example, that calls for a lot more police training, more uniform police training. We have 900 and some police departments in Ohio. Many states have a lot of small departments. Many times because of resources, they don't get the training they need. DeWine says these should be changes we can all get behind. I'm Clay Gordon. New information has been released in connection with the investigation of the 2020 death of a detained teenager in southern Ohio. More from ONN's Eric Brown. Officials say numerous policy violations were the cause of the death of 17-year-old Robert Wright at the Circleville Juvenile Correctional Facility on August 31st. Ryan Geese is director of Ohio's Department of Youth Services and says staff members didn't properly make rounds to check on sleeping inmates that morning. He also said two staff members were seen sleeping on their shift. Geese also says there was a delay in providing CPR to Wright after he was found unresponsive in his cell. Wright was serving a juvenile sentence for sexual battery out of Hamilton County. Eric Brown, ONN News. 
In suburban Cleveland, a COVID-19 outbreak has been reported at Normandy High School in Parma, and more than 50 students have been asked to self-quarantine. Lena Lai has the details. It's partially connected to a recent band trip to Disney World. 14 students tested positive, and four of the cases are directly related to the trip. We do know of at least one parent who got COVID from their child. The district says that all of the students are either asymptomatic or have mild symptoms. All students will now have their temperatures checked at entrances, and anyone with fever or not feeling well will not be allowed inside. I'm Lena Live. Walk-in vaccines for COVID-19 are now available every day at the Ohio State Fairgrounds in Columbus. Tracy Townsend reports. Walk-ins are now allowed at clinics that once had those long waiting lists. You can get your first dose of the Pfizer vaccine at the Celeste Center without an appointment. You just go to the mass vaccination site Monday through Saturday from noon until 3. Columbus Public Health Commissioner telling us they really just want to make the process as simple as possible. If they wake up one morning and decide today is a good day, I think I'm going to get the vaccine. We want to make sure we make that vaccine available to them. I'm Tracy Townsend. One Ohio County Fair is attempting to move forward as planned this summer, bucking a trend of COVID-19 shutdowns. ONN's Michael Kelly has the details. Organizers of the Summit County Fair introduced preliminary plans to hold their 2021 event with as many standards you'd expect from a county fair. Dubbed the Go Full County Fair plan, visitors will be allowed into the grandstands for things like demolition derby, races, and tractor pulls. Concerts, 4-H displays, and rides are also in the works with additional safety signage and sanitation options available. Summit County Fair takes place July 27th until August 1st in Talmadge. Michael Kelly, ONA News. And it's a historic day for the Canton Fire Department. January Keaton explains. The next Canton Fire Chief says he never expected to make history. My goal was never to be the first African-American fire chief. My goal was always not to be the last. Division Chief Akbar Bennett will be sworn in as the first African-American fire chief in the almost 200-year history of the Canton Fire Department. Bennett says he plans to hire more African-Americans. He says there are no black women firefighters in the department, so he's already started the process of recruiting. January Keaton, 3 News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.